Clock on the wall, a few minutes after one o'clock in the afternoon. This is a Talk on the Block for today, Wednesday. It's the 17th day of uh, August in the year 2022, and we thank you very much for joining us. I hope you're having a great day, wherever you are, here in Nature Island, Dominica, or if you're out in the wider world, uh, we welcome you warmly from wherever you are. Uh, good afternoon, Mr. Matthias Peltier, Jr. I hope everything is everything and everything is okay. Good afternoon to Dr. Thompson Fontaine and good afternoon to Mr. Ronald Lander. A very enlightening conversation this morning on the hot seat, dealing with the economy and uh, wow, yeah. Eye-opening, gentlemen. So uh, we, we, will, we will do a little bit of that this afternoon and then this afternoon we'll return to the operations at the Overseas Mission of Dominica in New York. Uh, stories uh, that we need to revisit uh, and uh, reports and revelations from the report of the directive audit for the financial year ended the 30th of June 2020. We return to that document because it is very important in understanding how this government runs uh, the affairs of the state. Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Nidcliffe, uniting our Kalinago and Afro-Caribbean nature islanders and friends of Dominica at home and abroad, coming together to help preserve the integrity of Dominica's democracy, human rights, and civil liberties, ensuring free, 
fair and competitive elections on a level playing field within a system that guarantees freedom of expression, belief and association, respect for the inalienable rights of individuals and minorities, respect for the rule of law, for free communications media, and free from psychological, mental and physical abuse of women, minors, the elderly and young men. Meantime, the people of Salisbury were tear-gassed and shot at while they slept the night before the general election in December 2019 by local law enforcement aided and abetted by regional security forces. Patriots appear ready to take the biggest step to fight this cancer that is ravaging every organ of good governance in Dominica. Patriots appear ready to join the legal fight to have the highest court in the region decide once and for all if Dominica should continue to operate as a rogue state where the state's coffers may be starved while secretive accounts in unknown places are filled to the brim with taxpayers' money. Nitcliffe, join the fight to save Dominica from this malevolent cancer. Make your contribution, however modest, to support the legal challenge to account for Dominica's millions. The law is on your side. Every patriot should be on your side. Nidcliffe, support our Radiothon, fundraising events, subscriptions, GoFundMe, and other initiatives to help raise funds to support a legal challenge against the siphoning of public funds from the Consolidated Fund and other initiatives and actions. Nidcliffe, Nature Island Dominica Civil Liberties Foundation, Inc. Working to help unify and build Dominica and our Afro-Caribbean and Kalinago brothers and sisters at home and abroad. Nidcliffe, fighting to save our nature island, Dominica. This is Esa Banton, your tropical water ambassador, with your hurricane tip for today. Determine your risk. Effects of hurricanes can be devastating and bring many hazards, including flooding, strong winds, heavy rainfall, rip currents, and rough seas. Be prepared and remember to stock up on tropical water. Olé, olé. Beat the heat with Loretec Inverter Type Air Conditioners from ESA Trading Limited. State-of-the-art technology, quiet and super-efficient. Loretec Inverter Type Air Conditioners made by TLC are very energy-efficient with up to 50% savings on electricity. Loretec Inverter Type Air Conditioners come with anti-corrosive golden coating, for added protection and the prevention of bacteria. Three-year warranty on complete units with up to five-year warranty on compressor. Available in 12,000, 18,000, 24,000 and 36,000 BTU units. Prices start as low as $1,995 plus you get 10% discount on cash purchases. Higher purchase terms are also available. Also, ESA Trading Limited offers professional installation and after-sales service. Visit ESA Trading Limited today at the corner of Bayfront and Kennedy Avenue, Roseau, or Canefield Industrial Site, or call us on telephone number 440-0205 or 449-3636. ESA Trading Limited, we are making a difference for you. If you're cool, then I'm cool. In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio, every Monday night from 8 p.m. 
in the spotlight, featuring people from all walks of Dominican life, spotlighting their triumphs and tragedies, dreams, hopes, and aspirations, untold stories, touching the human and personal side of all people in politics, religion, sports, business, music, culture, the media, and more. Getting to know our farmers, public servants, youth, the ordinary Dominican. Listen to their stories. No limitations, no restrictions, no holds barred. In the spotlight, we'll also spotlight interesting topics, issues, and relevant situations. Don't miss In the Spotlight on Q95 FM Radio every Monday night from 8 p.m. One thirty in the afternoon time. Welcome again to Talk on the Block for today, uh, Wednesday, the 17th of uh, August in the year 2022. I'm in Linton sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. And returning this afternoon to the goings-on at the permanent mission to the United Nations and the Consulate of the Commonwealth of Dominica in New York. Uh, observations made by the Director of Audit in that report for the financial year ended the 30th of June 2021, 2020, sorry. The, the summary of main audit findings tell us that the Dominica mission operated, mission slash consulate, operated two bank accounts at Carver Federal Bank. One was used for operational expenses, while the other was used for deposit of passport revenues. As at April 30th, 2019, the bank account balances was as follows. You had the operating account where there was a balance of $279,886.82, and the passport renewal account uh, where you had passport renewal fees that in that account there was $31,206.40, a total of $314,093.22. Uh, bear in mind that these are U.S. dollars, by the way, and of that amount, there was $200,000 that represented a contribution for from the government of Pakistan, which was for transfer to the consolidated fund in respect of assistance granted post Hurricane Maria in 2017. Now, 
we're told main, summary, main audit summary findings, main audit findings, the three signatories to the bank accounts, listen carefully, were the Consul General. And just so you are clear what we're talking about, the Consul General was Barbara Daly, the former ambassador to the United Nations. The former ambassador to the United Nations is Vince Henderson, because at the material time that this audit was done, Vince Henderson had been replaced in that position by Lorraine Bannis Roberts. So you had three signatories on the account, Consul General Barbara Daly, former ambassador to the United Nations, Vince Henderson, and the first secretary at the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington. So the first secretary at the Embassy of the Commonwealth of Dominica in Washington had, uh, was a signatory to the accounts of the Dominica mission, UN mission slash consulate uh, in New York. But it would appear that the ambassador at the time, Lorraine Bannis Roberts, was not a signatory on the accounts of the mission slash consulate. The audit made some observations about pre-signed checks. Let me read the audit revealed the prevalent use of pre-signed checks. This disclosed a significant override of the internal control system, which was designed to ensure due diligence was executed and that expenditures were authentic prior to authorization. It must be noted that this weakness was exposed, this, this weakness exposed the entity to a high risk of irregularities. And so the audit is recommending personnel of the mission, the consulate, must be guided by Section 72, Part 9 of the Financial Regulations Act, Chapter 6302, which states that a signatory who signs certifies to the accuracy of every detail set out in the payment and is responsible for signing that the service specified has been duly performed. In terms of financial reporting, the audit identified countermands in the internal controls that may have been adversely affected, that may have adversely affected the mission slash consulate's ability to produce reliable financial accounts. A monthly revenue and expense statement was prepared, but was not always detailed to include bank charges, fees, or interest payments. Hence, bank accounts were not reconciled. Bank statements were also not submitted to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, contrary to the Ministry's guidelines, financial matters for use by overseas missions, dated September 11, 2013, which instructs that bank statements must be submitted at the end of each fiscal year. And the recommendations here, very interesting. The Consul General, it's Barbara Daly at the time, is responsible for adherence to internal controls that provide reasonable assurance regarding the reliability of financial reporting. Financial reporting helps in decision-making and in increasing accountability, openness, and transparency. It also helps to improve the financial performance of and trust in the public entity. Best practices require 
that enough detail is included in the revenue and expense statement so that all income and expense line items can be tracked. Bank reconciliation must be effected on a monthly basis. Reconciliation ensures that payments have been processed and cash collections have been deposited into the bank. Failure to, to perform bank reconciliations runs the risk of fraud, unauthorized withdrawals or bank errors. If left unchecked, these issues can lead to cash flow leaks that can hamper business operations. Financial documents, including copies of bank statements for all accounts held by the Mission Consulate, should be forwarded to the Ministry of Foreign Affairs on a monthly basis. Now, there was a concern, the audit, having to do with segregation of duties. And it tells an interesting story. Quote, the Consul General was the sole officer responsible for preparing payment vouchers, approving payments, writing and signing of checks after the counter signatory, preparing financial records and statements, and handling receipts and deposits of all funds, including passport renewal fees and Federal Express funds. What this audit is telling you is that the Consul General Barbara Daly was chief cook and bottle washer, and it appears that the ambassador to the UN at the time, Laureen Bannis Roberts, was cut out of the financial business of the mission and the consulate, because first of all, as we indicated to you earlier, she was not a signatory on the account, although the former ambassador was a signatory, and uh, although the first secretary at the embassy in Washington was a signatory on the New York account, the, the, <laughs> the ambassador to the UN, based in New York, had no, signatory, had no signature in that account. And it seems that the financial affairs of the mission and the consulate was run by the Consul General Barbara Daly. All roads led to her and from her. The audit observes, this clearly demonstrates a complete lack of segregation of duties, which in turn poses an exceptionally high risk of errors and irregularities. We strongly recommend that critical duties of financial management be segregated. Segregation of duties in the handling of funds is one of the most effective ways to gain control over finances. No individual is to have complete control in the handling of funds. And this recommendation is coming because Consul General Barbara Daly in New York had complete control in the handling of funds for both the United Nations, the mission of the United Nations, and the consular office of Dominica at the UN mission in New York. Specifically, the audit continues, no one individual should be responsible for the actual handling of money, recording receipt of money, 
and the reconciliation of bank accounts. Segregation of duties serves two key purposes. It ensures that there is oversight and that mistakes, intentional, intentional or unintentional, cannot be made without being discovered by another person. So the chief cook and bottle washer, Barbara Daly, ran the show. She was in charge. She ran things. And the conclusion of the audit was as follows. Based on significant deficiencies revealed during the course of the audit, we conclude that the financial transactions and records of the New York Mission slash Consulate were not in compliance in all material respects with applicable laws, rules, regulations, policies, and procedures. Okay? So it was a hot mess up there. All sorts of illegalities, all sorts of irregularities, all sorts of breaches of standard operating procedures, those were the order of the day under the management of Consul General Barbara Daly. And this afternoon, I want to cite the specific example of the acquisition disposal of motor vehicles. I cited it before, but I want to revisit it in light of some new information that has come to hand. What does the audit say, the audit report say? The Ministry of Finance approved the purchase of a new motor vehicle for use by the Consul General because it was indicated that the previous vehicle used, a 2005 Nissan Murano, which was purchased in 2005, was proven costly to maintain. The audit revealed that an amount of U.S. $38,998 was transferred by the Treasury Department on October 20, 2016, for the purchase of a new motor vehicle for the mission. A check dated December 7, 2016, in the amount of $39,006, was paid by the mission consulate to the personal name of the Consul General, Barbara Daly, for the purchase of the said vehicle. As per invoice number 20452, dated January 11, 2017, from New Rochelle Hyundai, a new Hyundai Santa Fe was acquired at the cost of $40,498, less a rebate of $1,500. Therefore, the actual amount paid for the vehicle was $38,998. Additionally, the audit department found no reasonable justification for the payment of the check directly to the personal name of the consul General Barbara Daly, a practice that is counter to the standard financial management procedures. Now, people of Dominica, I want you to listen to this very carefully. Remember, the Nissan Murano from 2005, which was purchased in 2005, is being replaced. It's being replaced with a Hyundai Santa Fe costing almost 40,000 US dollars, and that is for the use of the Consul General Barbara Daly. Here what the audit found. The United States Department of State requires that all vehicles owned by a mission 
must be registered with the Department Office of Foreign Missions and must bear Department of State license plates. So when that Murano was purchased for the Consul General back in 2005, it had to get license plates, it had to be registered with the Department Office of the Foreign Missions, and it had to get Department of State license plates. So now that a new vehicle is being purchased, pay attention to the procedure. The order tells us, when the mission decides to dispose of the vehicle, it must apply for a title to do so. The audit observed that a certificate of title from the U.S. Department of State was issued for sale, registration, and titling of the 2005 Nissan Murano to a new owner. Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New York, on January 30th, 2017. What this is suggesting is that the Nissan Murano, the 2005 Nissan Murano, assigned to the Consul General Barbara Daly, and which is being replaced or has been replaced as of 2016 with a Hyundai Santa Fe at the cost of almost $40,000. That Nissan Murano was disposed. There is a certificate from the U.S. Department of State issued for sale registration and titling to a new owner, and that new owner is supposed to be Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New Jersey, and that transaction, uh, that issue of the title and the registration and issue for sale and so on, 30th of January 2017. It goes on, a pickup receipt dated August 18, 2020, further revealed that the said vehicle was donated to Cars for Kids, which is a charitable organization. The donor, however, was neither in the name of the New York Mission or the Consulate, nor in the name of Japs Auto Clinic. And the order tells us there is no evidence that the financial secretary authorized the disposal of the 2005 Nissan Murano, which was previously assigned to the Consul General Barbara Daly. And the fact that it appears to have disp been disposed without the authorization of the financial secretary is a violation of the financial stores regulation. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm reliably informed that Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon did not purchase the 2005 Nissan Murano. And uh, with that information, it appears, it appears that there was a fraudulent misrepresentation to the U.S. Department of State regarding the 2005 Nissan Murano, which was assigned to the Consul General, because someone, based on representation, caused the U.S. Department of State to issue 
a certificate of title for the sale, registration, and titling of the 2005 Nissan Murano to a new owner, Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, on, new, on January 30th, 2017. And the owner of Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New York, is claiming that he never, and Japs Auto Clinic never bought any 2005 Nissan Murano. In fact, when the vehicle ended up in the hands of Cars for Kids as a charitable donation, it was not Japs Auto that made the donation. It was somebody else. And that somebody else, whoever that somebody else is, entitled himself or herself to a tax write-off, equivalent to the value of the vehicle at the time. The people of Dominica need answers. Because if Japs Otto did not purchase the vehicle, contrary to what we saw, contrary to what we saw, represented to the US Department of State, which caused the issue of that certificate for sale, for registration, and titling to Japs Otto. Who was using the vehicle between 2016 or 2017 and 2020 when it was donated to Cars for Kids, the charitable organization? And when the donor would have entitled himself or herself to a tax write-off equivalent to the value of the vehicle. You see how the irregularities hurt us? Barbara Daly is no longer Consul General in New York. She is now Permanent Secretary in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. And uh, I wonder whether she is following the rules and following the laws and following the regulations insofar as the handling of public finances are concerned because she's after all the chief accounting officer in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. She's the chief accounting officer in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs as the permanent secretary in that ministry. How did she get there after that sort of overt display of incompetence and uh, almost an aversion to following procedure or regulations as are laid down in law, as are laid down in the guidelines for best practice in the ministries and in departments of government. But having succeeded such in such willful violation of the law, the regulations, she gets to move up the ranks to permanent secretary. And somewhere I heard, somewhere I heard recent times, 
about uh, an incident in the a matter in the public service involving involving two public officers. They are a married couple, and uh, there's a concern that they have been claiming travel allowance for the same vehicle. <laughs> so that one vehicle is providing a travel is, is as the basis for a travel allowance to the husband and a travel allowance to the wife. I guess at some point in time, Dominicans will get to know the, the deal and, and whether or not the financial secretary has been able to resolve that to the point where the state's money, whether it is 30000 or 40000 or 50000 uh, that was unlawfully, unlawfully taken from the public purse or received from the public purse by that married couple, has been refunded. 1.36 is the afternoon time. We thank you very much for joining us. And I wonder, and I wonder, and I wonder, what else do, do the authorities have to know for them to take action in the public interest of Dominica? If the audit report means nothing, if the audit report tells us nothing, if the audit report makes recommendations that are going to be ignored, and if the audit report speaks to conduct that is uh, inimical to good public service conduct and procedure by specific individuals, how do they continue to move up the ranks as though nothing happened? We are a better country than that. We are a much better country than that. 137. Your brakes are calling. They have heard the news that driver auto supplies have just received a new shipment of brake pads for your SUVs, pickup trucks, trucks, cars, and minibuses. Driver auto supplies located at Forkale at the tire shop next to the bread depot. Call 448-6637 or 277-0505. Hurry and get the brakes that you need. Competitive prices in this tough economic times also available. Motorcycle and scooter tires. <laughs> On Saturday, August 27, 2022, the Goodwill Parish Hall will explode with laughter. Dominica's leading comedians battle for the champion of laughter in the first ever trailblazing comedy competition organized by the Laugh Dominica Initiative. A night of fun, laughter, clean and relaxing entertainment. Laugh Out Loud Dominica tickets are available at the former location of Parade of Fashion. $40 in advance, $50 at the gate, and US $10 for pay-per-view on Comsa TV. This event pays homage to Mikey Booney, Felix Henderson, Lawrence Brumont, and a fitting tribute to Alwyn Booney and Franklin Moses. Remember the date, 8 p.m. Saturday, 27th August, at the Goodwill Parish Hall. Laugh out loud, Dominica. Supported by AC Schillingford and Company Limited, NJAM, DNO, ComCityBQ95, and MO News. 
we are in the hurricane season. Cut down trees close to your house, car and any other buildings, or at very least trim their branches. If a large tree falls onto your house, it can punch a big hole in the roof. If a large tree falls onto your car, it can easily be crushed flat. Spindly evergreens are especially likely to fall in the event of a hurricane. The Global View on Q, the big station. Insights into where the people of Dominica and the Caribbean came from. Understanding our past, embracing our present, charting the way forward into our future. Together, eliminating poverty, embracing justice, peace and togetherness. The Global View on Q, networking Dominica with the rest of the world. The experts are in the house. From Dominica, Canada, the Caribbean, the United States, Europe, Asia, and the rest of the world. Engaging all Dominicans at home and abroad on our agriculture, our economy, our foreign relations, our justice system, our governance, our international competitiveness, our education, our world-class festivals and entertainment, sports, politics, regional cooperation, and much more. Globally positioning Dominica within the Caribbean. Join the conversation on The Global View on Q. Tune in, call us, have your say. The Global View on Q, only on Q95, the big station. It's 141. All right, so I've, I've put the, the report of the director of audit aside now. I've read from it. Uh, it's the one from 2020, uh, June 30th, 2020. But I have a question now, a couple of questions I want to ask the Consul General specific to the acquisition and disposal of a motor vehicle which was assigned to her, Ms. Barbara, Mrs. Barbara Daly. The question for the former Consul General, who was the 2005 Nissan Murano sold to? Because it is represented, according to the certificate issued by the U.S. Department of State, that a sale of the 2005 Nissan Murano was made to Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New York. And Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon, New York is denying any purchase of any 2005 Nissan Murano. So, Madam Consul General, who was the vehicle sold to? And in light of the fact that, no, another question. Who had use and who benefited from the use of the vehicle between December 2016 and uh, August 2020? Who benefited from the use of the vehicle? Who had the vehicle? Who did was the vehicle sold to? Because Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon said it's not them. We didn't buy any vehicle. 
from the consulate, from the mission, or from anybody else know 2005 San Marano, who was it sold to? Who was using the vehicle between January, between December of 2016 and August of 2020? And who is the individual or organization that donated the vehicle to Cars for Kids at a time when the financial secretary gave no authorization for the disposal of the 2005 Nissan Murano, previously assigned to Consul General Barbara Daly. These are my questions. You may have questions of your own, and we'll take your phone calls. 143, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Linton. Good afternoon, sir. All right. Uh, education, education, education. Mr. Linton, you know, what you just read, and you wonder why somebody promoted after such action, tells you the problem is a widespread problem where this kind of activity is amongst many people because you cannot do something like that and your superiors of people around you working with you don't know about this thing. Mr. Linton, you know, if you buy a 205 vehicle, you know, that vehicle is fairly new. The excuse that it requires a whole lot of maintenance, that's basically what it is, an excuse to do some illicit business. But the point I really would like to make after that, the U.S. government would really like to have uh, uh, a copy of this thing. The, the IRS is the, the, the department, the Internal Revenue Service, because they just broke the law. I'm not going to pull any punches. It's unlawful what was done. And somebody would have to really answer some questions if they would answer, I mean, if they would find evidence of that kind of stuff. And that's all I want to say, my brother. Thank you for teaching us. And I appreciate it very much. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, the owner of Japs Auto Clinic in Mount Vernon averse or says categorically he did not buy any 2005 Nissan Murano. He knows nothing about that. And therefore, questions need to be answered as to the representation that was made to the U.S. Department of State which caused a certificate for the sale, registration, and titling of the 2005 Nissan Murano to be issued in the name of Japs Auto. And why is it that it was not Japs Auto who made the charitable donation? It was done by somebody else in August of 2020. Something is amiss. And that something in involves... What, what, what comes across to me without more as fraudulent misrepresentation to the U.S. Department of State, and I consider that to be pretty serious. Someone is trying to reach us on this line. Let me see if the person is there. Hello? Hello, good afternoon. How are you, my brother? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Lennox, I just want to find out, uh, ask a question. 
Um, related to the question that Marcus called in to ask, um, can we put a, a, a case before the U.S. State Department requesting an investigation into that matter in light of what we've heard from the audit report in Dominica? Can we um, prepare a package, as it were, to mm -hmm. send to the U.S. since they are involved in, in the transaction in terms of the issuing a title and we finding out um, later that this title, according to the audit department, is um, basically fraudulent. So, uh, is no. Well, uh, this is a little simpler than that, you know. Somebody needs to tip off the U.S. Department of State in the U.S. Okay, and explain to them, or, or just let them know that there was there appears to have been a fraudulent representation to them on the issue of the transfer of the ownership of this 2005 Nissan Murano. Because it's on the basis of the representation that came to the Department of State that the, the sale and registration and titling was issued in the name of Japs Auto, meaning that Japs Auto bought the vehicle, but Japs Auto is saying we did not buy any vehicle. And so whoever made the representation to the U.S. Department of State which appears to be fraudulent, must answer to the U.S. Department of State as to why that happened. So, so, so my question is, um, what, what would be the qualification of a person who, to make such, who would be qualified to make such a Good citizen. Good citizen. Good citizen. Good citizen of the U.S. Because all the people that we're talking... I take the opportunity to appeal to even our people in the diaspora and, and to, to local people here who have the means and the capacity, the capability to put such a request to the U.S. State Department to do so expeditiously, please, on behalf of the people of Dominica. But absolutely. You have the gentleman who just called a while ago. You have folks like Jerry Dorsett, uh, who are, these are American citizens, uh, and they can make the observation and they can call into the Department of State and make that, make that observation known. Yeah, people like Black Pepper and even Zed Royal. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah all of absolutely. These. Patriots up there can give us some assistance in that regard. Please, people in the diaspora. Um, Fraud fraudulent misrepresentation to the United States government by an envoy of a foreign country on U.S. soil is a serious matter, you know. So, so Lennox, is there a way we can make that um, that audit report public, you know, so, so it can be easily accessible? The audit report, the audit report is online, you know. Okay. The audit right. report is online. It's available for all to see here in Dominica, in New York, in Timbuktu, in China, in Beijing, in Guangdong, uh, in India, in Delhi, in Mumbai, all over the place. It can be it can be read. All right. So, 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 my brother, can you give us some a little more assistance, probably by even indicating the specific page and number and paragraph, you know, where we can get that particular information? <laughs> I put away. I put away that. I put away the, the document already. And in my yeah. bag, my bag is closed. You can call me later, all right? God yeah, bless. <laughs> One fifty. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Honorable. How are you? Sit and correction. I. Uh, well, uh, maybe he can try. Well, sit and care correction. Okay. That is their. That's their movement. The hyenas and them. That's how they operate. They do things and then they fix up themselves better. Hmm. A group is a group. And those groups, they don't divide like that. We, the people of this country, have to do what we have to do to get those people out of office. 
Satan cannot correct sin. Satan only do what they have to do and make things look greater. Well, on, on that on, on that point you're making, it, it, it is now clear that on, under the system run by the Dominican Labour Party government, yeah. the more the more incompetent you appear to be, the more unwilling you are to be obedient to the rule of law, the more defiant you are to the rule of law, the the better suited you are for high level positions in the administration run by the Dominican Labour Party. That much is very clear to me, and, and, and that cannot be good for any country. We are a better country than that. Thanks well, a lot, bro. How they, well, yeah. that's how they operate, so we have to do what we have to do to get our country back together. Absolutely. I'm, I'm agreeing you with you. Afternoon. Have a good afternoon yourself. 152, good afternoon. Good afternoon, the right Honorable Lennox Linton. How are you doing, sir? Long time, bro. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, how are yeah, things yeah. with oh, you, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. God bless. Good, good. Lovely families, okay? Family's good. Thank God. Great, great, great. All right. Um, upon forming the next government, or the real government, I should say, the real government, because what we have right now is not a government. It's just a bunch of thugs who have taken over the country and doing whatever they want with the country's resources. Now, after we form the real government, are we going to allow these kleptocrats to get away with all this abuse? Are, are we just going to lay down and say, okay, all right, everything's all right, and allow these people to just walk away like this? There has to be consequences, Honorable. Don't you think so? Absolutely. I mean, I listened this morning with anguish and pain um, to Dr. Thompson Fountain and um, the other gentleman. And Ronald Lander. I'm sorry? Ronald Lander. Ronald Lander. And this gentleman was so articulate, you know. I listened with intent, man, you know. And I'm asking myself, wow, wow, wow. See what these guys, I mean, these guys have plummeted the country into almost like a, 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 a disaster, you know. I mean, you know, it, it was just painstaking, man, to, to listen to Mr. Lander describe the level at which these guys have plunged this beautiful country of ours, man. I mean, it is so painful. It is so sad, man. Man, I'm, you know, I, I, I just don't know what to think about these guys, man. These guys, I mean, they're all about themselves. The other day, that boy, Skerritt, came aboard and he said, oh, anybody who has intentions of, of, um, of um, well, I can't remember what he said because I do not listen to this guy. Just that I was listening to Q95 and somebody may have played the tape, but I don't listen to this guy. I think if anybody does anything wrong to Dominica, he will do. The guy, I mean, the person who was, who was causing more pain, more damage to Dominica is him. And if you so love Dominica, all the billions you have overseas, bring them over to us. Bring them to Dominica so that we could take up the country. You are just Indeed. a fake man. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. You know what I mean? Yeah, take, so, take care of yourself. I mean, I'm sorry? No, no, no. You, you were finishing off your point, yeah? Yeah, so I was saying, if this guy so loves Dominica the way he's talking about, all of our billions you have all over the place, bring, bring them home. home. Bring Let's home. take care of our people. If Absolutely. you so love our people, bring them home. Absolutely. And he's just a fake man. And, and it's high time we get rid of these kleptocrats, man. This, this, this call dog man. We have to get rid of those guys, man. And allow for a genuine, a real government to run this place. Anyway, have a good afternoon. Have a good friend. afternoon yourself. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome, man.
Sports Connections on Q. 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. every other Wednesday on Q95, the big station. Dominicans journeyed beyond our shores for decades in search of economic opportunities and educational advancement. Many are ready to give back to their cherished nature island. Welcome to Roots Connections on Q. Join Dr. Simone Matthew on Q95 as we tap into the life and times and expertise of our Nature Island Dominicans at home and abroad. From our agriculture and industry to sustainable development, resilience and renewable energy to the music, art and entertainment industries. Join Dr. Simone Matthew and guests every other Wednesday from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. We examine where they came from, where they have been, where they are now, and how we can move forward together with our brothers and sisters at home and abroad to inspire and elevate our country, our economy, our people, and our youth to achieve excellence and success. Roots Connections on Q. Every other Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Only on Q95, the big station. Jacob is calling his children Well, friends, so we want to go Go children home Oh, to Zion Oh, to Zion Auto Trade introduces Thrifty Thursdays On the last Thursday of every month Get up to 20% discount of various items in the between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. But wait, there's more. Also, look out for what deal of the day offer for an even bigger discount. You can't miss out on this real deal saving. So come to Auto Trade on Thrifty Thursday at Auto Trade. It's more than a vehicle, it's a relationship. Terms and conditions apply. Advertise where everyone's listening. Advertise on Q95 today. Get more bang for your buck. Talk shows, news, sports, music shows, entertainment events, weekend shows, Newsweek reviews, early morning shows, evening and daytime shows, hot tips on health, nutrition, security, traffic, weather, environment, and more. Place your display banners on the Q95 website, www.q95da.com, with live links to your own website. Advertise on Q95, your one-stop shop for audio and video streaming, breaking news, sports, and entertainment. Advertise on Q95. Get value for your money. Call 767-448-5822 today. The Big Station. That does it for us this afternoon, this Wednesday afternoon, 17th day of uh, August in the year 2022. We do thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow at the 1 o'clock hour for another edition of Talk on the Block. I'm Len Oxlinton. I'll be here again for Matthias Peltier uh, Jr. Uh, wishing him a happy day wherever he is, whatever he's doing. Uh, wishing you an enjoyable rest of the day today and enjoyable rest of the week. And uh, like I always say, God bless you all the time. See you tomorrow.